Ooh, man, that came up quick. Sorry to yeah, didn't it? Off. We were like yeah. right in the middle of a conversation, a great conversation, and all of a sudden this <laughs> damn podcast got in the way. Isn't that kind of how our podcast is, though? <laughs> it just gets, just gets in the way. Just hit record. Just gets in the way of everything. Yeah. Of life, of of workers around the house. No, how, many times have had, how many times have we had to schedule this around work being done? or movers on God. your end or mine in the, and the last 67 episodes now. Yeah, it's been rough. I mean, we've calmed down. Like, hey, man, we're stuck here for a while now. So we're. I think everything's done here. Hope knock, Where's some wood? Knock on wood. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you and I both. Uh, what a week. Welcome to Borderline, episode 67. Awesome guest coming up this week. Uh, believe it or not, we've only had him on, I think, one other time. So looking forward yeah. to, to bringing on... Uh, the rock star guest this week, but uh, so much to talk about. Happy, uh, happy March Madness! Yes, sir. Uh, huge, huge. Uh, one of the great times of the year. And I'm sorry for uh, UNC not getting in. I'm sorry to the Clemson fans Terrible. out there. Uh, I tr- truly like they sorry to the Clemson fans out there. They yeah, got I mean, hosed. And, and you and I talked about this this week after the selection show. The fact that, and I love Iowa, and and my family's going to kill me for saying this. The fact that Iowa's RPI was halfway between here and the moon, and they lost four of their last six and still got in. Yeah, don't I mean, get, I, don't I, love, get me I love Fran. Fran's a friend of mine. I love Iowa. I grew up going to the games. How do they get in? Big 10. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They play Auburn. Auburn can't score. Iowa's got a chance to win their first round game. Yeah. But man, yeah. man, how does Clemson not get in? Weren't they 9 0 in conference play to start? To start, they, they, like they that, finished right? third in the ACC. Third. Yeah. A winning and- record. I mean, third. I mean, they were 14 and six in the ACC. That yeah, shows you how little wins. Yeah. 23 wins. I think yeah. that shows you how little and how times have changed actually, because once upon a time, if you were, you, if you were close to a 500 record in the ACC, you were in Florida state got in with a losing record one time. Times have changed. The ACC is hated on, but yet when they get in the tournament, they continuously do well where the big 10 always lays an egg. And I don't understand the look, and I'm not knocking the Big Ten. There's some quality clubs in there. I don't get it. I don't no, get they, it. They've it's, been terrible. It's, it's, it's a month. I, I, I can't defend them. You're right. They've been terrible it, in, the, in the NCAA tournament. And it's, a, and it's an awful brand of basketball. It's slow. It's it's plod. And you know, it, when I watch Virginia like, for play, Iowa, you'd actually like to watch Iowa. Yeah, like, they it, shoot. They it. are. They are surprisingly. They are somewhat of a fast team, and they. I mean, they they are one of the top scoring teams in the nation. I mean, yeah. they they like to score. But you're right. For the most part, it is very. When I watch Virginia play in the ACC, I feel like I'm watching a Big Ten game. Oh, you know, I, I cannot I, stand watching Virginia. <laughs> it's just, it's awful, man. Yeah, that was. I, like I don't think watching, it's bad for uh, personally. I think it's bad for basketball. My opinion. I don't think that's how the game was meant to be played. I, 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 I personal opinion. I think when Dr. James Naismith made the game and they started expanding the game, they wanted athletes to be shown. And the way the game is trending with teams like Virginia and the way the Big Ten, it's just not how it is. And it's, I, I think basketball is in a, in a transitional period, personally. I think we're mm-hmm. going to, I think we're going through this period to get to whatever the next great period is because it's a, it's a lull. When you look at the ratings, when you look at everything, it's a lull. Now, yeah. the people that live in big cities would argue that tooth and nail, right? You know, if you live in New York, Chicago, LA, uh, even a Miami, uh, you know, not, Big cities, but you know, cities with NBA team. I mean, Charlotte's got an NBA team. No one goes. Hmm. You know, Atlanta's got a decent NBA team. No one goes. Right, but you know, obviously the bigger cities still love it. But I just don't. I think the game's kind of in a bad. You know, and I love Steph Curry, but I think he's one of the main reasons why. 
you know, everyone's trying to find the Splash Brothers and try to run that four out, one in, maybe one high pick and roll, and then jack threes. Yeah. I just, I don't think that's great basketball, but you know, that's just my. Well, opinion. I mean, there, there was a cautionary tale here at the College of Charleston, here in, in my hometown, where we had Bobby Cremens, right? Mm-hmm. And and Bobby loved to score, even his teams at Georgia Tech. You know, I mean, it was all based around offense. He'd play six or seven guys, and they would just score a bunch of points, and they were and they were great. And same here at the College of Charleston, really great teams under Bobby Cremens. Bobby ends up retiring, and uh, they hired Doug Wojcik. And Doug is a completely. I, I'm not saying he didn't win because he did win a little bit when he was here, mm-hmm. but it is a it's a really difficult style of basketball. He wants the final score to be 53 to 49. And how do you recruit and, kids for that? Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know. Maybe because it's Charleston and they don't get other offers. But I don't yeah, know. But, but you know what I mean? Like, who wants to play that style? Really? I know it was terrible. And, and the fan base started to leave. The season ticket holders <laughs> started to leave. The legacy seats were were empty at the, at the at the beautiful arena downtown. It was terrible basketball to watch. And so people just didn't come, even though even though the team actually won a little bit. It's yeah. just terrible to watch. I'm with a, you, man. But, you know, Mitch Cronin, isn't that his name? The guy at UCLA? Is it Mitch? Yes, yeah. I know his last name is Cronin. He kind of plays that style, but he's willing to go up and down if it suits his ball club at times. But he would like to play defensive half-court basketball. I think you have to – you know what? Let's go cornhole analogy, Jeff. I think there's something to be said for a cornhole player that can slot, you know, play the slide game, play the dirty game, change it up during a game when it's necessary, right, to score points. I think Mitch Cronin does that at UCLA. He's going to try to play half court, but when he can run and he knows he can run, he wants his guys to run, right? He's not just like Tony Bennett of Virginia. Hey, we've got two on one fat. Pull it out. Pull it out. No, that was another seconds, one. Ugh, you know, gross. And, and it's just crazy. Yeah. And I, I hate it. I hate it. That is a perfect transition into exactly. So, so before we, before we were interrupted by this podcast, I was going to ask you, I, I, had, <laughs> I have, I have two tangents that I can go off on, but I was, I was feeling that we only had time for one, but, but seeing the way that this conversation has trended, um, I know exactly which way I want to go. And I know I've talked about this before, but it fits perfectly with what you and I are talking about. And I'm going to say it again. And I know that cornhole people aren't going to like this. The players aren't going to like this. Stacy might not even like this. I am worried about the way, and I'm not going to say I don't like it because that's not true. So don't, don't misinterpret what I'm saying. I love the sport. I love our players. I love everyone that I work with. It's, it's, it's been a terrific ride over the last three years. I'm just saying as an old man and as a sports fan and as someone who has been in TV for a long time and knows what works and what doesn't work, I am worried about the sport. And I've said this before. I watched axe throwing the other day. Just turned it on. And what did I see? I saw men and women with large hatchets from 20-something feet away wielding these things, ripping them over their head. And what are they doing? They're hitting bullseyes, right? Not every Mm -hmm. time. But a lot of times, they're hitting bullseyes, right? I watch pickleball. And these guys and girls are smashing it, Bernie. I mean, they are terrific. They are so fast and so quick at the net. The reflexes are amazing. And then when they're back, they can smash it. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Then I turn on cornhole. And again, I know this is going to make a lot of people upset. 
So I see player A, right? Let's just let's just use you and me as an example, mm-hmm. right? So I fire a bag, and it's short, right? Mm-hmm. Was it intentional or not? We don't know. Did I mean to put it in? I'm not sure. I, it, keep in mind, I'm a, I'm a viewer at home, right? Did he intentionally miss that? I don't know. It's short. It's short of the hole. So then the next guy, this is you, right? Mm-hmm. So now you, you're like, okay, wait a second. In your mind, you're thinking, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, okay, am I going to block in behind and make this, you know, a mess? Or am I going to try an airmail? I'm feeling kind of aggressive, but the, but the viewer at home doesn't know this. So you go for an airmail, an airmail, right? And mm-hmm. miss. So now player A has got a bag in front of the hole that has missed in the viewer's eye. Another one that's tried to go in the hole and has missed again. And now we're black, back to me, right? Back to player A. So now what do I want to do? Well, now do I, do, do I want to try and be aggressive? Because now I've got a bag in front of the hole, right? Mm-hmm. And you just missed an airmail. So now I'm going to try and go for an airmail, right? Mm-hmm. So I go for it. And what happens? I miss. So now the viewer at home has seen a bag miss in front of the hole. And now two shots for the hole also miss. Right. So now the next guy goes and what does he do now? Now he's a little nervous. Right. So now he just puts the, ba- the, 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 the bag on the board. Right. So now I still haven't seen anything go in. Right. Now the next guy hits an airmail. Right. And then the next one just goes on the board. So this, this is what I see. So I like when I turn on the TV and, and again, I get it. I, I get it. I get that it's a way to win. But when I turn on the TV, I'm passionate about this, dude. I want to see excellence. I right. want to see someone with an axe from 25 feet away, whatever the hell it is. I want to see it hit the damn bullseye. I hear what you're in, saying, in, but there's apples. These are apples. Ba- these are apples. In college, I get in college it. basketball, I want to see 80 to 79. I want Agreed. to see 84 to 82. In, in football, I want to see scoring. You yeah. know, I, I agree. Baseball, I wanted it to. I wanted it to speed up, and they've done a good job of that. In pickleball, I, I, I want to see people do something that I can't do. I can go out in my backyard right now and try and shoot airmails and miss every time. Mm-hmm. I can I can put a bag on the board that's short of the hole a lot of times. I want to see greatness. I, I want to see greatness, and I'm afraid that when we're watching cornhole, that 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 we're not seeing greatness, and that is why I love it when when someone hits 20 in a row, 25 in a row. I love mm-hmm. it when you've hit 20. I love it when you've hit your first 24 in right. Yep. And I've got and I've got number 24 in my hand and I've got to hit this right to hold serve. There's so much pressure on that one bag and people are mesmerized by it. Just like I was mesmerized by by the people throwing the axe time and time again, hitting the bullseye. I like your example. I want to see greatness. I like your examples. It's apples and oranges, though, because none of those are defensive. Really? I mean, axe throwing doesn't have a defensive part of its game. There's no aspect of defense. One could, ar- one, one could argue that it's the announcer's job, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying the color analyst, to express what's happening. Because we all know that when a professional cornhole player puts it in front of the hole, that's on purpose. When they miss left or right, that's a miss. We all know this. The color analyst surely knows this. And that's what has to be explained. Now, however, I'm with but you. Does it matter, though, Bernie? I mean, I, I'm with you. I mean, but, I can sit there with Don't you with think Anthony. it gets boring? But you don't think it gets boring even to the average fan if it's with both players hitting 20? Because then there's no, know, there's no no mystery. There's no mystery to the game. I think it's great when you've hit 24 
I've hit 23. I need to hit my 24th. And all of a sudden, you know what? And the score is zero, now, zero. Now, now, now you throw a block. I remember seeing a, an outstanding match just like that. I think it was, I want to say it was, um, I want to say it was, maybe it was Valley Forge. I can't remember. I saw a terrific matchup, like one of my first years doing it, Jamie Graham against Noah Wooten. And they were going at it. I mean, I can't remember how many bags were thrown and how many bags were in. I mean, a high percentage of bags were in. And mm -hmm. and Noah, all of a sudden, late, after both of them were just, I mean, just, you know, slinging it in the hole, finally Noah decides to lay a block. And so late in the game, that late game strategy totally changed everything. I sure. love that. To me, that is greatness. That's incredible. You. And now I see your strat that. and now I see your strategy. I'm with you on you know, that. You know, as a as a broadcaster, okay. All right, so fine. Let's say it's the broadcaster's responsibility. Let's say that Trey and I or Anthony and I have got to tell people, listen, that was an intentional miss. He's putting that in front of the hole. But and you can't now, say now miss. This guy's gonna go. But so you can't say miss. He's saying okay, miss. Let's, let's is say incorrect. I don't let's, let's say yeah. I don't say miss. Let, let's say let's say that, that 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 was an intentional level one block. Let's call it like it is, which sure. it is. An intentional level one block. Okay. Mm -hmm. And now the next guy is going to probably go for an airmail because he, he's going to try and hit it over, or maybe he'll go, you know, block going behind, behind probably on be, the second shot. Yeah. yeah, whatever, right? Or roll. Yeah, more roll. So, but again, so let's say it doesn't go in. Let's say it misses, right? We mm -hmm. can do whatever we we you know we can possibly do to explain it. Yeah, I'm just not sure it's sexy to watch. All right, I, I, I mean, can tell I'm you over you. and over. I mean, I'll, I'll make you a level two. I'll, I'll make you I'll make you're a baseball guy, right? Yeah, there are pitchers. Who don't throw strikes every time on purpose, right? Yeah, they're now, setting you up. Same thing. It's literally the same exact thing. Now, However, you, you see that baseball thing as being an amazing job by the pitcher to get up right outside the edge of the black on the plate to entice the batter to swing at a pitch that's outside. You see that as greatness. I'm saying it's the same exact thing in cornhole. That miss is on purpose. Not miss. That shot is on purpose to set up the round. I'm with you. I would rather see a mixture. I'd rather see, you know what? Let's go 12 for 12 and then someone lay a block and let's get it on, right? I'm with you. I think there needs to be a contrast because your point is valid. There are too many players that are playing too dirty all the time because you're, you're ending up, especially if they make a broadcast, it looks like just a bunch of missed shots. It does. I get it. I get that 100%. There needs to be a mixture in there. But there is some true, I think, it is much harder to throw a level one, level two block than it is to slide it in the hole. Much I harder. Can, yeah, much I more cannot difficult. possibly argue with that. You know, can't possibly argue with that. And, and, and your your analogy with baseball, I'll give it to you a little bit. However, I feel <laughs> like you're still seeing greatness because you're still at the end of the day. I Barry, same Barry thing. Bonds, it's the Barry same Barry Bonds. Thing. You didn't want to pitch inside on Barry Bonds, right? Right. So you'd set him up, right? So you'd go low and away, right? I hear you. I hear you. And, and, but if you're, you're playing Cheyenne strike, Ritter, you're, you're not going to go hole for hole. But you're still getting the strikeout, though. You're still getting the strikeout against one of the greatest batters in the game. You're sure. still seeing greatness. I See, I, I think you're missing the analogy. I think you're setting players up in cornhole with a level one, level two block. It's an absolute piece of strategy, especially when you know you're playing a person that doesn't like to play dirty. Well, then you're going to yeah. play dirty against them to set them up to get points. Now, I'm with you, and that's what I'm saying. I agree with you 100% that if a player is only playing dirty all the time, and then let's say they're having an off game when they get to the broadcast, that is not good for the sport at all because it looks like you don't know what you're doing to the – to the, to the average cornhole player, they know exactly what's happening. But to the average fan, and this is what you're talking about, someone flipping through the channels who wants to give it a look, they're like, well, what's that? 
Yeah. That, that's that's silly. I can do that right now. So I get what you're saying. A hundred percent get what you're saying, but I think there is extreme excellence in the dirty game. I just think that certain players need to expand on what they do and be able to make, you know what I've seen more of this season, or at least the last half of last season and going into this season, fourth bag misses on open boards. Un mm. Unbelievable. How many bags end up short because they're yeah. not finishing the throw. And it's partly because they're so used to throwing it short. Right. So I, I you know, I, I'm with you, but I will argue there is some extreme excellence going on that I guess that, you know, the viewer just doesn't truly understand. Right. And that, and that's, that's my exact point because yeah. I, I cannot argue with the fact that yes, it is extremely difficult to throw a level one block, let alone a level two block, let alone an airmail, let alone a roll bag. Right. Or trying trying to go side by side with bags, right? You know, I mean, crazy. it's it's, re it's really <laughs> really difficult, and I get that. However, that aside, yeah, is it fun to watch? Right, I'm with and, you. And again, back to your analogy of baseball. Yeah, you're setting a hitter up, but someone's going to win that, and it's going to be it's going to be dramatic, and it's going to be excellent either way. You're either going to get a strike out of one of the top hitters in the game, or he's going to take you deep, or he's going to get a base hit, which is going to change the game. I'm going to finish and, your and, argument and, for you. I'm going to finish your argument. Baseball has terrible TV ratings for the fact that it's not sexy. It's not fun to watch. A pitcher's duel is a snooze fest, an absolute snooze fest on television, yeah. unless you're diehard baseball guy, yeah. right? You're diehard baseball guy. You're all in. One zero game, two one game, played in less than three hours. You're all about it, right? Yeah. Average sports fan like me care less about that game. Unless it's, you know, in the World Series or something. Could care yep. less about that game. And that's worried. kind of what you're saying. Yep. I'm just worried. That's all I'm saying. I, I love I'm it. I appreciate it. I'm with I you. I really do. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just worried. I'm with you. I think I was only arguing for the cornhole players, but I'm with you, actually. I kind of, I, I see where you're coming from. All right. Well, you know what? As much as I <laughs> wanted to talk about the NCAA tournament, go through brackets. We got to. We're still doing our, it. Let's let's bring in our guest and just continue because there's no one who's going to know this subject and be able to talk about it better than our guest this week. And again, what a perfect time to have him on. I've mentioned this before, so I'm going to just quickly say this. And if it bores you, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but but as a broadcaster, you always need that go-to. And I know Bernie, you've heard me say this before. I've always had go-to assistant coaches mm -hmm. in football, basketball, baseball, whatever. You can't always go to the head coach, right? So you got to have that assistant who's your go-to to ask stupid questions. Like, what's a UCLA cut? I had to ask that question to somebody, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't know. Um, what, why, what, what's the purpose of the weave? Why does Kansas do the weave? Well, I can't ask Bill Self, you know, so I got to go to one of the, because I want Bill to think that I know what I'm talking about. So you got to go to, to an assistant. So in Cornhole, same thing. When I first started, I needed that, that person to go to. I could ask stupid questions to, and he wouldn't judge me, wouldn't make fun of me. And, uh, and answer my question and, and help me learn the game. So I, I will forever be grateful to him. He's been a friend ever since. Not only that, he's an outstanding cornhole player. He finished top 25 in the world in the standings last year. He's top 15 in the world in all-time titles. He has five. Please welcome back to Borderline, a friend of the show, Noah Wooten. What's uh, up, my man? Is my mic working? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, is it better with, with this or without a mic? So, so wait a second. Good. I just, no, I just said, well. I just said all that and no thank you. Just, just is my mic, my mic working? I was supposed to act like I wasn't supposed to hear that or something. Do I look good? Do I look good? Is my mic working? No thank you. No. Hey, you're the man. Hey, appreciate uh, you. Supposed to be hiding back here, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. What's it, up? Man. What's up, dude? Where are you at? I'm in Virginia. I'm at home right now. I just got back home yesterday. I've been in Georgia for a couple, about a week. 
couple days. All right. So what's it like uh, being home for you? Terrible, man. Yeah. Came home to 34 <laughs> degrees, man. Can't even play no golf. <laughs> That, that I, no, we're, we, we've got to keep moving because I know exactly what's going to happen. We're going to chit chat and then talk about a bunch of shit. And then we're not going to get to what I really <laughs> want to talk about. So first things first, I don't know if you heard my little tirade there to start. You and I have talked about this before. I've had phone conversations with you about this. I'm worried. I was telling Bernie, I'm worried about, about the sport and the, the sexiness, the sex appeal of it by the viewer. Um, I was watching axe throwing, right? You got these people throwing axes from 25 feet away. They're hitting bullseyes. I can't do that. You know, um, I want to see greatness when I turn on the TV. When I turn it on, I see pickleball. I see these people smashing the ball over all over the place. Quick reflexes back and forth at the net. I can't do that. You know, I turn on cornhole. I see the, I see the first player throw a bag that's short. It looks like a miss to the viewer. Then I see the next guy try to go for an airmail. He misses. Next guy I try to go for an airmail. He misses. Next guy puts it on the board. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. I, I, I can do this at my house. I want to see greatness. I don't know how much of that you heard. Are, are, are you, well, you, I'm sure you probably aren't worried about this, but do you see where I'm coming from on this at all? Um, from a fan point of view, I definitely see where you're coming from. But to me, like I heard Bernie say about a diehard player, diehard baseball guy, you wouldn't care about the pitching duel. You know, we want to see close matches and good matches and they come down to the end. So I, I see where you're coming from. But me personally, I don't ever see that because I'm in the I'm in the tournaments with them. So I probably either lost to one of them that's up there playing or came down to it or something. So I, I like the I like the ugly matches. You know, I play a dirty game anyway. So yep. I know that that's why you're a good guy to have on. But 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 Noah. To, to my point, and I, I'm pretty sure it was you, and this, this goes back, I think, to my first year. I think it was back in, I don't know, maybe 2020. And I think maybe we were up in, uh, I, don't, I don't know where we were. I, I know we were up north. I, 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 think, I think we were up in Pennsylvania, maybe Valley, Valley Forge. You and Jamie had that incredible battle where it is bag for bag. Wasn't it you and Jamie? It was Rock Hill when they played. Right. You guys, you guys threw, you guys threw, I don't even know how many bags it was. And, and it was just bag in, bag in, bag. And it made every single, like, like Jamie would hit a four bagger, right? It was like his 25th, or, you know, or, or not 20, you know, 24th or 28th in a row. And you'd have to hit it just to hold serve, right? I mean, there was so much pressure on that one bag. Wasn't that you? That was so much pressure. And what'd you do? You hit it. You hit it. And, it's, and, and it, I know you did. And it was fantastic to watch. You know, but then, but then this kept going for a while, right? And then what'd you do? All of a sudden, late in the match, now you throw a block. And now I'm like, whoa, what the hell? What did he just do? He just intentionally left that short to block him. To me, that is greatness. And I love that. And I don't want to, I don't want to get away from that. I'm just, I'm just worried about it. He's worried about the dirty game. He's worried about the dirty game being all that people play. And I actually kind of agree with that a little bit. I think, I think you've got, Dirty players and you've got slide players, and I think the two need to kind of mold together. That it makes the game better if everyone can do everything. And I know see, that's not possible. See, my where, the way I think about that is is it's all the younger generation that's coming up, and they all they all see all of us do it. They all see all the top pros do it. So that's what they want to do. They want to block and they want to roll. That's, nobody wants to slide, slide, slide. So. If you literally take the kids, or I say kids, if you take 25 and under that play, mm -hmm. I guarantee you it's probably about 80% to 20% that slide bag in. Yep. 80% of them play a dirty game. Just because they see Tony Smith, Eric Davis, myself, they, they just want to – they see that, and then that's a lot better to watch. So people see that, and they want to do it. 
they, people, nobody wants to slide bags anymore except for the, the older guys. Yeah. But I think to Jeff's point, the average viewer flipping through the channels that doesn't know Cornhole, they just, hey, this seems interesting. Let me watch for a second. They're going to be more impressed, more enticed into watching longer a slide, you know, a hole for hole game than watching somebody, even though it's a block in front and it was intentional, it's actually a harder shot than just sliding it in. They don't really understand that. And then, especially if it's a role player, let's say, and they roll their first two roll bags just cut a little too much and they end off one's off the board, one's just laying to the left side of the hole. They kind of look at that and they're like, well, shit, I can do that. I can go outside right now and do that. Why are they professionals? Whereas when they turn it on and just see 20 straight bags from two players, they're like, that's incredible. How do they even do that? Yeah. Right. And I, that that's the mindset of the average sports fan because they just don't know any better. Yeah. The problem is how do you educate them in the short amount of time that we have? Right. Because we don't have a four hour game like baseball and football can be. We just don't have that. We don't have that time. So it's it's tough. And I, I get where Jeff's coming from, but I, I, I think it's more difficult to play a dirty game than a slide game. But, you know, it's. Uh, I, I definitely say it's more difficult, but I, to, with me personally, man, I just cannot take a slick bag and slide it in every time. Because if the dude next to me slides four in two or three times in a row, I'm not going for that no more. I'm trying to, I got to block it. So, yeah. I don't. I wish I could, man. I wish I could throw slick bags and just slide everything in. I'd be much more comfortable just sliding everything in a hole and not having to worry about dragging this and pulling this and rolling this. <laughs> I just can't win that way, man. I've tried. And then the boards are just – sometimes the boards will be slick, and then, like, we'll be outside playing, and you get on the broadcast, and it's not it's not playing the same. And those slick bags just scares me, man. Makes me nervous. Slide well, them off the bat. There's a lot of nuance here, Jeff, is basically what yeah. he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you know what? I, I could be I could be dead wrong about this. You know, you we'll are see. right. You are right. Because, I mean, people even like you see like Twitter posts and stuff like that. You see people posting on Twitter like uh, if I bring one up that I remember personally, uh, Bernasit. Remember Bernasit when he beat Trey? He hit like 28, 27 in a row or some shit. Yeah. So he, he left his last bag hanging right in front of the hole. And Trey, I think Trey either laid it up or he went for an airmail and went off the bat. But he didn't knock it in. And I seen people sharing it on Twitter. I think it was a famous person. It might have been Pat McAfee or something. But he was like, "Man, why wouldn't you just knock the guy's bag in, give him a four bagger, and like, you know, what I'm saying?" So yeah. he was like, yeah. "You should have just slid in, and took it." But people don't understand that they they just want to see bags in the hole, bags in the hole. Yeah. I see I mean, it, it was it, it was it was terrific, Noah. I mean, it, it, it and I get it. The game has changed, but it was. I mean, there there was something. And I had many conversations about it, whether it was with the TV people, TV execs, uh, friends, relatives, um, my mom and dad, whoever. There was something mesmerizing about watching you all just throw in bag after bag. Just, just it, There was something just majestic about even the flight of the bag, just watching it and watching that perfect trajectory and the perfect spin, the perfect landing spot, and then watch it slide right in. I'm telling you, I know it sounds boring to, to, to you guys, but there's something about it that just that just captivates people on TV. That's what they want to see. They want to see perfection, man. They people want to they expect greatness, greatness when they turn TV yeah. on, man. They, it's no different than any other sport. They turn right, on LeBron. Of, they want to see LeBron go for forty. They so, turn on Cornhole. They want so to you see realize LeBron. you realize, of course, you're agreeing with Jeff. So we have I have to hear about this now that you're agreeing with Jeff for like the next <laughs> five episodes. Well, why, why, do you, why do you think I called Noah to have him come on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from from the fans' perspective, though, I definitely think that just seeing bags go in is a lot more 
Now, if, if it's a crazy game and people are just making roll at the roll at the roll and they're playing yeah. a perfect game, it's great. It's okay, but yeah, as far as usually don't get that too much. So uh, players like myself have a lot of <laughs> a lot of ugly rounds in there. How, how's your, how's your uh, how's your game doing right now? It's all right, man. I went to uh, went to New Orleans. I had a I actually did a raffle. So the lady who won my raffle, that's where we teamed up at. The winner got to play on my team at the open. So we played the open that. And man, I was after that. We had a good time. Had a little too much tequila that night. And, uh, so we, it happens we went, in Louisiana. The next morning, a lot of crawfish too. We had some good crawfish. Had, oh man. wow! The next morning we played singles. Man, I woke up and we were getting text messages. I didn't even check in. I guess Kate just checked me in. So I was getting text messages when we woke up. Man, I had threw up all in the bed. Oh, it was bad. I got there my first game on the broadcast against another uh. pro. I averaged like a five. Oh my God. And I came back and won my bracket. So I came all the way back and won, but ultimately I lost to Alex Hicks. But I never really found it that day. But I mean, I threw good enough to win my bracket, but I, I was just dodging bullet after bullet, man. I was getting lucky. Casamigos will get on you, man. Who we. Yeah. <laughs> Liquor store was too close. <laughs> I wouldn't say that much. Hey, uh, all right, just a second ago, you mentioned uh, LeBron James. So while we're talking basketball, because we said we're going to do this, this is the week of March Madness. And and before I got off on my stupid chan- tangent about all this kind of stuff, that was our plan for this week's show. Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, we we always get railroaded with with other stuff, and it's it's probably my fault. But um, <laughs> we we did want to do our brackets with you. We thought it'd be fun, like to literally, literally, I still like old school. I still handwrite my brackets. Uh, so Bernie, Bernie didn't get the email this week. No, no, I've got, I've got my brackets. They're just on the computer. I can't like show anybody unless Whatever. I. How many did you do? I did three. Three. Yeah. How many did you do, Noah? Man, I usually I don't even do the little things online. Man, I just print me out some. I usually get in. I try to get in a pool or two. Like some of my buddies will be hosting a pool. Yeah, I try to do that. But I don't know. I'd rather just put me a couple bucks on a game or two. Make yeah, I guess. I like doing some, that. Too. Got, I'll give you my winners. If you want, right, I've got, I've got, I've got two, I've got two also. I've got, I've got one that I do with my heart and one that I do with more of my head. All right, Bernie, what, you want to start? You, you want, your heart, you your heart's going to, go. your heart's going to be pretty good again this year. By the way, I, I don't know. Kansas don't is know. good, Let's man. All right, how do you want to do, Bernie? Bernie you, you, you want to? <laughs> yeah, all right, I'll do, yeah, I'll do you, one you of mine. No, you, you both know how one of the how one of my brackets ends. All right, here's. You, all right, I'll give you my final four in my first bracket. Ready? Okay. Yeah. I've got Alabama. And then this one pains me to the bottom core of my soul to say this next team that I think is making the final four. Don't you say it. Literally hurts my heart, but I'm going to say it. They're the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in the country, probably the most talented, and they're coming together at the right time, and it's driving me insane. I have Duke playing Alabama in that final four. That's just one of my brackets. The other side of that final four, Texas and Kansas. I think there's a way to mute him somehow. Here. And then I have Texas beating Alabama for the national championship. Texas. All right. So you so you had Alabama, Duke, and then and then who'd you have? Texas and Kansas. And then I had Texas doing the three peat on Kansas. Okay. That's just one of my brackets. the whole thing. I had Texas beating Alabama. Okay. All right. You like that one the best of your three? No. No. Which one which one's your favorite? All right. Noah, which what how many did you do, Noah? I haven't done any yet. I've, I've been studying all morning, man. I've been looking. <laughs> uh, you, want me to go, you want me to go next then? Yeah, and I'll, go, then we'll go let ahead. you go last? You can go. I'll go. It don't matter. I, I already know who I like, but I haven't filled uh, out my brackets all the way. But I, okay, I go ahead. I like to win it. 
Yeah. You, you go ahead then. Who do you who do you have? Who all right, like? so we'll start. First of all, I got Alabama winning it all. That's who I think will win it. I think Alabama will win it. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Dog. <laughs> but uh and my and my girls are Virginia, they're big Virginia fans here, so I always pull against Virginia. They're in the same quadrant anyway as uh, yeah. Alabama. So oh man, make sure they don't listen to the first five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> We were talking about how bad we were talking about how bad it Smashing is. To watch. Virginia, talk, talk about yeah. talk about watching something. I mean, we were talking about UVA basketball. <laughs> it's like watching it's Wisconsin disgust. play basketball. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. All right, who do you got, Noah? All right, so in this, I got Memphis beating Purdue in the second round. Wow, uh, I don't I don't hate that. We we were don't talking about it. that too. The, the the Big Ten the Big Ten has historically not done well in the tournament, so. Man, Memphis, they look good against Houston that last game I watched them. They look really good. I, I really like them. And then yeah. over here, I got I gotta go with Texas beating uh beating Houston in the in the last. But yeah. I really think I really hope Kennesaw can win a game or two. <laughs> just because they're out of Kennesaw. Yes, sir. First Kennesaw State. Hey, Amir Abdur Rahim. What? Head coach for Kennesaw State. Is he really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Wow. Yeah, really good, really good, really good friend of mine. He was an assistant here at the College of Charleston. And yeah, you talk about actually, actually, it's perfect for this show. You talk about go to assistants. I think Charleston. Um, I mean, Amir, Amir was Amir was my guy. I mean, I could I could ask I've him got a call to Charleston winning that 12 5 matchup, by hey, the way. Charleston ain't bad, man. My buddy plays for San Diego State, man. He, he better be ready. Yeah, 31 and 3. I mean, it, neither, none of those losses were really awful. They're, oh, they're they solid. got some good wins, too. They got quality yep. wins. For sure, they had they had uh, they had North Carolina on the ropes early in the year, which at the time looked like it was. Yeah, yeah, that win, that loss ends up being a bad loss for them because the heels suck. Yeah. <laughs> ends up being a good win for North Carolina, but it didn't. Yeah, yeah, terrible. I think I'll take, I think I'll take Texas and Alabama in the championship. I'll, I'll take Alabama. Okay, I think it comes down to Kansas and Texas, and uh, Alabama. Man, I don't know about the bottom. I want to say Marquette, but I'm scared. I've got Marquette and, uh, in one of my final fours, actually. Yep. Losing to Arizona. I've got Arizona and Texas in recent years, but I don't know, man. I ain't a lot of Duke or Roberts ain't no pushover. No, they're not. But Duke, look, Duke is so good right now, and people don't realize it. And I've watched them two times in the past week, and it's like it's going to be really hard to beat that team, man. They've got NBA players all over the floor. They're coming together. They're athletic. They can play yep. slow. They can play fast. Uh, I can't stand it. They do got the talent. That's the thing about it. They, they, got, got, the they got three NBA they players right now. I mean, they, it's just. Yeah, yeah, they are playing. They are playing really well. I, um, I, I hate to say it. Oh. oh, we lost. We lost Noah. He hit the wrong button. Yeah, we'll get him back. Uh, I totally agree with you on Duke. We'll get we'll get Noah back here. I mean, Duke Duke is playing. I, although I do feel like Alabama's playing really good right now. They, I, they look I, really, I hear you. I've got him in my, really one of my good. championship games. Yeah, I've got, Alabama know, looked really good in the SEC. Sorry about tournament. that, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. He's back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before I left, though, I don't know if y'all heard it, man. I, I Furman, I think they can beat Virginia, man. Virginia, yeah, well, I mean, they're streaky. Virginia's the kind of team that keeps everybody in it. You know what I mean? I mean, unless if you can make shots against Virginia, I guess you have to. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna force you into taking contested twos and some threes, right? That's their game. You knock them down. You'll you be knock them down. All of yep. a sudden, all of a sudden, they're on the ropes. And if you get up early on them, Tony Bennett, as much as people like him as a coach, he's a one-trick pony. 
If you get up on Virginia, he's not changing his style. They're still running 30 seconds of shot clock. It's like, dude, oh. you're down 10. you got to do something. But, nope, they're just going to play their game. 17 they- passes a position. I mean, I'm fine with it every now and then, but, God, it is <laughs> awful to watch for 40 minutes. Just That's awful. not my type of basketball, man. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that at the at the start of the show. And Bernie, I, th- I think the most important thing you said was it limits possessions. And while it limits possessions for your opponent, it also limits your yes. possessions. So those possessions that you have, and again, using my analogy with Doug Wojcik when he was here at Charleston, same exact style, right? Those possessions have to be great. They have to yeah. be excellent. You have to score on those possessions. I, I feel like it puts too much pressure on your offense when you play that. So, I just right. look. Look, the, he's the only coach I've ever seen that could lose to a 16 seed one year, win a national title the next. Yes. But I mean, have you ever watched when they lose a game? He never changes. It's like, oh man, we're down 16. There's five minutes left. Oh well, we're still going to run our thing. I mean, it's like, dude, I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. But whatever. it's probably like an hour from my house. We go to the game. I only went a couple times, but my girl, they go a couple times. Like it seems like every week they go to the game. That's fun, man. The University of Virginia. Charlottesville, terrible. <laughs> how is your How is your girl, by the way? How's your girl doing? She's good. We got it. We're actually good. playing a co-ed tournament tonight. Our oh, birthdays good. just passed, so we've been at my house celebrating our birthdays and stuff. Yeah, you both hey, had birthdays like hey guys, month, didn't you? Guys, what do you think about this? This is my elite eight in my favorite bracket. You ready? All right. Arizona, Virginia, Duke, Marquette, Indiana, Texas, Kansas, UCLA. It's good. I, like probably, all, I like all of them, but the first one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just I think they're going to find a way to bore people to death to get into the final eight. Yeah. Ain't getting ain't getting by Alabama. No shot, <laughs> but dude. They're the exact team that would give Alabama trouble. Alabama wants to get up and down and go. They are no, going to be bored Alabama's out of their athletic. minds. Alabama's, Alabama's too athletic. Virginia, Virginia always beats teams like that. There, that's what's crazy. That's before, what's crazy. Before last week, before that Memphis game, I was liking Houston, man. I was liking Houston to win it all, but. Man, that, that that game last week against Memphis, hey. The thing that shaking. scares me, yeah, the thing that scares me about Houston and Alabama is the style that they play. There's one bad game in there in a six-game mm-hmm. tournament, right? Better Can they survive that? Well, it's easy if the bad game's against, you know, whoever they play first, right? Yeah, it's Texas not a community college. Right. It's not as good <laughs> in, if you have that bad game against a Virginia. No, if they have a bad game against Maryland in the second round, they'll be in yeah. trouble. Yep. So I mean, it's I, I I you know there's a stinker in there. Can they survive it? That's that's my only question. All right, let's wrap this up here. So so real quick, <laughs> real quick. While we're, sorry, I, I got to keep us moving, otherwise we're going to be in trouble. It, it always happens. You know this, Bernie. All right, so real quick on Alabama. My my one point about Alabama. Uh, watch out against West Virginia. And he's got Alabama, West Virginia beat Maryland, huh? If 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 uh, yes, because because. Bob Hug, that style of play is really difficult to prepare for. If anyone has a good shot at it, it's going to be Maryland because they've got a few days to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not prepared, if, if Alabama's smart right now, you don't like to look ahead as a head coach. I get it. But right now, you're not worried about your, your who you're playing that 16 seed. You're worried about Bob, Hugg, Bob Huggins and that full-court pressure defense. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is suffocating. The, that team is hard really hard to play especially if you're not used to seeing it so watch out for that one if Alabama if Alabama gets by that yeah yeah I don't don't see anyway so yeah so in one of mine in in the one with my heart yes obviously you can laugh yes it's gonna be Kansas I've got Alabama Kansas Kansas is the favorite Kansas Alabama are the two favorites going away this is this is with my heart so hang on a second so with my heart the one I've got uh, Alabama 
Purdue on the bottom, just just thinking that maybe the Big Ten can finally pull it off. Zach Eadie, man, since. that kid's a crazy big. I know, seven foot four. Dude, dude's yeah, crazy. Dude. I saw I saw a feature on him <laughs> last night. He plays baseball. Have you seen him as a pitcher? Well, he, he oh he's 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 handing he the ball to the catcher at seven four. He played hockey as as a kid. You should see it, it was a feature on ESPN last night. It's crazy. Did y'all yeah, see the guy that uh the guy from Nicaragua that got a contract? No. Mm-hmm. He struck out Juan Soto and then two other MLB players back to back to back. Detroit oh, Tigers that. gave him a contract after the game. <laughs> wow. Like nineteen. He's like nineteen years old. Oh, I love that. I'll have to look that up. Throw your way off the island. All right, so Crazy. I got Alabama in the Alabama in the South, Purdue uh, in the East. I've, I've got Houston. I'm, I'm just going to ride that Houston in the Midwest. So you're taking um, all ones, and and Kansas. I guess I I guess I do in this you're one. Going mattress Matt. It's, it's funny because I didn't even I didn't even look, but you're right, Bernie. Yeah, it's all ones, and I've got Alabama. Rarely happens. I've got I know uh, I've got I Alabama, think Kansas. Purdue, I think Purdue will be the only one seed that don't make it to the Final Four. It's just you don't see a lot of ones. It's just a rarity. Believe and then my second one, right? So my first one, yeah, I've got Alabama, Kansas, with Kansas winning it. And then my second one, I've got Alabama again, and and I I just don't see I just don't see anyone tricking Alabama up if they can get past West Virginia early. I think they'll cruise. But in this one, I've got Alabama in the South. I got Marquette in the East. I've got Houston in the Midwest again, and I've got UConn in the West. UConn wow. right now seems to be a trendy pick, and and. And I was really upset because after the bracket uh, selection show, all the ESPN guys, that's all they were talking about is UConn, and everyone was picking UConn. But the more I'd done a little research on them in the last 48 hours, pretty damn good. They're tricky. They're hard to play. I, I think they can actually – I think they can actually – By the way, where's the, where's the home office of ESPN? Where do they film? I know. Just just right down the road, right, from UConn. Yeah. 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 Right so I've got Alabama, Marquette, yeah. Houston, UConn, and i got Alabama against Houston – and uh, Alabama winning it. So. I, I mean, I just, I just don't see Alabama being disciplined enough to win a national title. I just don't see it. I, I mean, I, 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 I think talent. I think talent. If you said, "All right, we're going to play five on five pickup in the backyard," I think you're looking at Alabama and Houston, right? Maybe Kansas. I don't know, man. I, I just I see them. Just bad games. It comes down to it now. You can't yeah. have more bad. I think games. I think Arizona and UCLA are dangerous squads. UCLA, I, really UCLA depends. I mean, they've got two guy two starters out. So yeah. what did UCLA um, do true. last year? They made a pretty good run last year, didn't they? Well, some team called North Carolina took them out in the Sweet Sixteen. It was awesome. Yeah. Sweet Sixteen. Okay. okay. <laughs> what they do? What they Who? do? Is it, they lose the Kansas Championship. Who? Carolina? Yeah. 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 They blew were, a, they blew were, a fifteen point lead at half. Man, it was awesome. Haven't 16, played, 16, ha- I just haven't that, played yeah. a decent second of basketball since the first half of the national championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, look at it. <laughs> hey, all right. Who could that be? There's only one person that could be. <laughs> all right, we're ready to switch it over to. All right, so now we thought it'd be fun. So, in in spirit of March Madness, we thought it'd be fun to go from our brackets to our cornhole final four. For 2023, and again, Bernie didn't get the memo, so he's going to have to just try and make it. I've up. got it. I've got it, man. Just come, come, come with it. Come All with right, it. Noah. Noah, have you got? Have you got your your got your cornhole final four? How, do you have your final four set? Yeah, I could. I could give you four. All right. So, do you want to do? You want to do pro singles, women's singles, and doubles, or you just yeah, want to do, do men's, do women's, doubles, or how you want to do it? I'll do all of them. All right. Let's let's do let's do uh, let's do women's final four first. And you better have one name on there. You're going to get smacked by that foam finger. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, that, I, I wouldn't have to be biased. I'd, I'd put her up there, especially in the last yeah. four. You made it a little easier for me. All right, let's do let's do our women's. All right, so final four in cornhole. All right, so Cheyenne. Yep. Cameron. And then I have to go. Yeti Irwan and Rosie Streaker. Hmm. Yeti Irwan been hot, man. She yeah, been, she has. I've been to a couple mm-hmm. tournaments. She was that. She was throwing really good. Yep. Hot, she got I, like second or third at the Battle of the Queens thing. She beat some really good players. She's uh, a. Yeah. She's good right now. She's playing really well. I've got. I've got, and then Bernie will let you go. I've got Cheyenne, Rosie, Cameron, and Kaylee, Hunter. Yeah, I, I got Cheyenne, Connie Altice. Connie Altice yeah. is right there. Connie, Connie's an assassin, man. I, I really like watching her play. It's just, you know, who's going to be there at the end of the season? Because, you know, things change over the year. Obviously, you got Cheyenne. I think Cameron's going to have to be in there. The last two, I think you can throw uh, – Yeti has been playing so well. I think you go Yeti. And then for me, it's Sarah Cassie or Kaylee Hunter coming down to get that four spot. Sarah always gets overlooked but always finds a way. Connie Altice is right there. All right, so Cheyenne, um, Cameron. I'm going to go Yeti and Sarah as my final four. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, uh, Noah, you want to do doubles next or pro singles? Doubles is hard. Let me go singles. Let me go singles. Okay, let's do singles. Men, men's final four in professional cornhole for 2023. Mark Richards and Harbaugh. Those are my. Those are two gimmies there. Harbaugh's hot right now. Yeah. But I will say this, man, every season, man, it's like Harbaugh's coming in on a mission. But this year, man, he he just been lethal. Like, he plays all my tournaments up here, man, regionals and stuff. You might as well not even go, man. Like, <laughs> dude averages over 11 every single game. It, like, that, that's funny because sense. if we had more time, we actually wanted to kind of break down his game with you and talk about talk about him and what he's doing. We just don't have time. But, yeah, you're right. He's, he's fire right now. He's, all right, so you got Mark Richards, Devin Harbaugh, and then who are the other two? Uh, give me Alex Hicks, man. I'm going Alex Hicks on the breakthrough. He's due. He's okay. Due. And then I'm, I'm try to go with a go with a wild card here. Nah, give me Tony. I'll take Tony. There you oh, go, man. Homer. Yeah, I that's a wild card. But wrap that cornhole in the house. <laughs> Are you ready? I, I got you. All right, final four. I, Devin Harbaugh. I had number one on my. Uh, my, my players to begin the season, sticking with that one. Jamie Graham, Mark Richards, and Alex Rawls as my final four. Mm. Hard right. for me not to put Rawls, man, but Rawls my buddy, yeah. man. He'll understand. <laughs> wait wait a second. So did neither one of you no. choose Kyle Malone? Oh, no, no. I thought you were going to say Matt Guy. No, no. I mean, I just I think it's going to be tough to carry that out. I mean, he's playing at such a high level. It's hard to stay at that level. And then once he has a little bit of a break, right. is he able to maintain it? I don't know. Keep in mind, See, this, one this is my thing, out. man. I used to live in Florida, man. I, I've been playing Kyle for a long time, man. And he ain't – he's always been – I don't care what nobody says. He's always been one of the best ones there is. He just don't yeah. show up at the right time. You go to a regional in Florida, you ain't winning. I'm talking about that boy is trouble. <laughs> you go to a conference in Florida, Georgia, that boy is trouble. Like, that dude is money, man. He yeah, just, I've got yeah. – I've got, and then we're gonna have to wrap it, and we're not gonna have time for doubles. You're gonna have to, you, you know what, Noah? You're gonna have to email me your doubles, and we'll give it next week, next week's show. All right, I'll send it in. So, so my my final my final four pro singles. I've got Kyle, Mark Richards, Devin Harbaugh, and then man, I struggled with this one. Um, 
but I've got Alex Rawls. So Alex is hard to go against, man. He's a bad dude. Right but now. you don't have Jamie in your final four. I know it leaves out my it leaves out my, my two man crushes are Noah and Jamie, right? So I'm I leaving, mean, I'm say what you want. Out. Jamie Graham finds a way to get to the final four. He just does. I know. And you don't have to like his game. You don't. You know, he's always there. Always I think Ryan there. Windsor. I think Ryan Windsor could have a big year too. I, I will Ryan's... tell you, he he always there, but. But if you look at this season compared to any other season we ever had, it's true. Not having nowhere near the early season that he always has. Yeah. Who, who are you talking about, Ryan or Jamie? No, Jamie. But we're talking Final Four end of the year. Like so, when we're in we're in Rock Hill, the Final Four, that semifinal. I think my semifinal's right. Yep. I mean, I wish a guy yep. named Noah Wooten would break through, but he's just you know, he's terrible. All, all, all that Casamigos will get to you on a weekend. <laughs> All right, real, real quick, we got ten, 10 seconds left. Noah, give me give me a name. Give me like a Cinderella. Give me a name that maybe that maybe no one really knows outside of the cornhole world that could that could really do something great this year. Like a Mark Richards, you know what he did last year. Who's your Cinderella? Um, I'll give you Felix Vargas. Oh, okay, I thought maybe we were gonna say Fisher Hamilton or or. You know, He's a household those. name. He's, yeah, outside. Got, I mean, I, I was going to he got multiple championships already, man. He's, yeah, I was going to say Ryan Wiedenfeld, but that's kind of cheating too. He's already kind of all right. So Fe- you said Felix <laughs> Vargas. I take Felix Vargas for for people that underdog nobody knows about. That kid's good, man. I watched him play Noah twice, and he, he beat him two times at a tournament. He's that kid's tough, man. He shoots good air mills. He slides bags in. He, he money. awesome. Love it. All right, brother. Hey, thank you so much for the, for your time. We got to go. We got five seconds left. So, um, hey, can't Thanks wait y'all. to see you. Super excited for the national. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you here in a few weeks. All right, man. Go sliders. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, love. Yeah, love the new merch. All right, brother. All we'll right, see man. you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, no. All right, dude. We got to go. We're out. We're over time again. Always. All right, man. We'll see you next week. See you, buddy. Thanks, everybody. Bye.